Welcome to track number 10 of My First Love. Are you solving the Minkis syndromes? No, you see, not only does it prevent you from doing well spiritually, but in every sphere of life. If, for instance, you go to work at Barclays Bank, you get it, and you don't speak in a certain way, you will not rise. You will just be a number. So, we have three cashi- uh, 17 cashiers. So, let's promote all cashiers to clerks. That's all. But when you are known, you say, oh, George, Jeffrey, Ding Dong, he's up there, and he is very good at whatever. And when I spoke to him, I realized he was there. So, that's how he goes. You see, there's every promotion, there is, it goes by your, what you learned in school, but up to a point, then from that point onward, it's politics. In every sphere, in the army, it's like that. You start from lieutenant, you go to captain, you go to major, from major you go to lieutenant colonel, and then that is just by whatever. After that, it's politics. Before you become a general, or they, they, they'll choose you. So, yeah. And it's not, not unofficially, officially. And all jobs are like that. Like the current managing director of um, Barclays Bank of Ghana. He's 35 years old. 35 years old or 36 years old. He's a young man. I mean, somebody, somebody, somebody at a board meeting must have mentioned his name. And I think this guy can be the MD. And how did he know him? He's somebody who he must have spoken or said something or done something or whatever. Yeah. It's not just being good though. But communicating makes you go very high in every area. People are impressed when you speak. They assess you by when you speak. Yeah. So when you don't speak and you are meek and mild, don't say anything, whatever, you lose your whatever. Yeah. How do you think Obama was able to make white people vote for him? It's by what he said. He spoke and spoke and spoke and the people listen to him. They clap for him. They go, what? He doesn't even have to perform. He just convinced them by speaking. So when you don't talk and you, you don't, cannot develop in common, that is death. You get it? Yeah. How many of the elders and some will come around and stand there? We are here. No, I've just finished preaching for two hours. And I'm tired. So you are here. So what should I do? I should give another sermon and let us scream and shout here again or what? We want to die for Jesus. Please. See, that cannot develop a relationship. Coming there like that can show a certain humility which is needed. But, you see, it, it goes beyond that. Yeah. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. So love does not act unbecomingly, does not seek its own, that is not provoked. Perhaps I have gone all around to come to this point. You cannot be offended 
One day a brother wrote to me that he was leaving the ministry and the church. You know? And he gave a lot of reasons. In fact, he gave me details. Now, when I read what he had experienced in the church, I felt sorry for him. Do you see? I said that. This guy, he has been provoked. And I said that if I was him, I could also easily leave the church. In fact, I told the people who had offended him that me, if I was him, I could easily also leave the church. You see? But after I finished talking with those people, I said to myself, but this guy is a fool to have left the church because of this. Yes. Because we do not follow heads. Wounds are Satan's playing ground. It's like a wound. Do you see? It's like a cut in your flesh. You see, when, when they first used to operate on... Put one of these chairs here for me. When they first used to operate on women, you know, uh, to try to take the baby out. Do you get it? When they, when, sometimes when a woman could not have a baby. Do you get it? They did not know why they were dying afterwards. But they will stop the bleeding and everything. And they will sew them up. But then a few days, within a few hours or days after, the stomach could become huge. Filled with gas. And the whole place would become big. The woman would develop a very high temperature. Septicemia, sweating, big stomach, the wound will burst open, blood pass everywhere and she will die. Always. But the baby will survive. And that's time they had not discovered gems. You see? Now, these gems are things that are in us. That's why if you kiss somebody, you can get a sore throat. I mean kissing proper kissing you can get a sore throat now the reason you can get a sore throat even though the person you are kissing doesn't have a sore throat is because that person has a number of bacteria in his mouth. All of us have them. Normal flora, that's what we call. They are there. Do you get it? Yeah. But, when the normal flora in your mouth moves to somebody's mouth, and it's not used to that place, it may feel that, oh, this is a new place where I can multiply and then they will multiply and then suddenly it becomes a sickness. Now, when you cut a woman's stomach open, she has all the blood. There's germs in the stomach, on, the, on your, uh, what do you call it? And if you want to be sick, you can just lick, lick the pulpit, lick the floor, do something. You pick something. It can give you some kind of infection. They are everywhere. But they are looking for a place to infect and to multiply. You see? So Satan is looking for something 
in which he can multiply himself and multiply his agenda. And all that he needs are wounds. So all the, 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 what do you call it? The gems on your stomach, they are not having any effect on you. Now. Yeah. They are normal and they are there. They don't have an effect on you. But what they need is a wound. And they to just enter and change you into something else. Do you see? So, it's very, very important for us not to respond or allow a wound to become Satan's tool to remove you. So, if you ever leave the church out of hurt, I consider you to be um, what? I think a fool is, I mean, foolish or a fool. It's easy to say it, but when you are offended, a very strong wind will be blowing you out of the church. Very, very strong. You can easily sit here and say you are a fool, but it's not like that when it's happening. It's very, very strong. How many have been hurt before? Have you been hurt before? Yes. So when you've been hurt, you get it, you will know that it's a powerful force that is working. Are you there? Okay? So, the Bible says love is not provoked. I think another version says it's not easily provoked. King James? Okay. It's not easily provoked. Now, if you are with you are married to somebody who easily hurts. That's for me, I'm very tense when I'm with somebody who is easily hurt. Any, anything we do, you may be hurt today. You may be hurt tomorrow. And we don't know what's going to happen next. So, you must decide not to be hurt. And as for hurt, you should be very sensitive to it. If somebody is hurting you, or somebody hurts you, offends you. You have to be very careful of it. It's like a wound that needs to be treated for it to get well. Before you realize that thing will grow into something else. Amen. You have to be healed of your hurts. Today, tomorrow, every day. And that's why I said that. You may have hope. Then you may come with actions. And who go for the ministry, then you become hurt by something, and then you are off. So they didn't get you at the hope level because you got a lot of hope. You came for a lost camp, you got hope to be in the ministry. They couldn't get you at the actions because you had you took you took the steps of faith, you did the work of God, you do whatever. Then at the love. That's why the Bible says, Faith, hope, and love, these three abide. And if you read Rejoiner's book, the final quest, when they were fighting on the mountain, three angels appeared. Faith, hope, and love. And they helped them to fight the battle that they were fighting and win. Are you listening? Yeah. So you must decide that you can hurt me. Like what does he say? Though you slay me, yet will I what? Trust him. Even if he slays me. God even should not be able to offend you. Sometimes you, you look and you say, God should have done certain things for me, but he didn't do. I serve God faithfully. No one proposed to me. 
See, but if you are taking even my key on communication, that key alone will make people like you. Sometimes you see a very beautiful person, you ask yourself, why doesn't anybody want to marry this person? But the person doesn't speak. It doesn't speak. You see, the income is not there. Are you listening to me? The incomers of the person are not dead. That's true. But if you were to even listen, what I have learned is that everything that I learned in the ministry helps financially, maritally, every way. That's what I've learned. You think I'm talking about the ministry. If you just apply it, you see that it is affecting this area, it's affecting that area. That's how it is. The strategy that I used, eh, the strategy that I used to pass my exam or to be known in medical school, you see, is a strategy that I still use in relation to different important people that I meet. Yes. It's true. I, and through the ministry, I've met people who are so different in their culture. Like where I just went. It's like a, it's a French man. With a lot of French things. I met Bishop Blake. A black American. Which is like a different race altogether. I, in, 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 in Ghana. Related with him. Talked with him. Every, he invited me to America. And when he invited me to America. Somebody who is the age of his son. Huh? It took time for me. Took, he said, what would you like to do tomorrow? Would you like to play golf? I said, oh, why not? Took me to the golf course and played golf with me. 18 holes. Talking with me and brought two other bishops to come. So that I work with black American bishops. I don't know. I don't know them. And I don't know anybody. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fool? Huh? Hey, you must go to the planet of the apes. Are you there? Yeah. You see, and gradually you you start to relate with. So, I am using it. And you too, you must use it in your system. If, for example, you have a general overseer, you are somewhere in the bishop field, there's an overseer somewhere. Whatever. I mean, you have to be known. You, you, you get into life. Speak. Relate. Find a way. Try. It's your problem. When you don't pass it, you can't fit the thing in like the monkey could not fit it in. You stay in the category of the monkey. You cannot be lifted to another group. It's just that simple. And you put test after test after test. Unrelated to so many things. You think it's not related, but it's related. So, brothers and sisters, it is very, very, very important that love, uh, which is not provoked, which learns how to behave itself appropriately with French people. With them. You don't, one of the things you don't do, you don't ask for money. I've never gone abroad.
God and with pastors and ask them for anything. How? I mean, it's inappropriate. That's just you do that, no, you, you will lose respect. And you mustn't even look like you want it. Even if they even offer, oh, I mean, if you want to, whatever. Yeah. I, I give them money sometimes. Oh, so, so I want to sow a seed in your ministry. Yeah. Bless them. So oh, let me bless you. When you do that, say, hey, they, they fear you. So like, Charlie, it's not a small person who is coming here, coming around. Yeah. And you make yourself from Africa. Give us our budget. Give us money. Our budget. Idiotic. So, you need to learn how to relate appropriately. And I've come to see, you know, our culture, you know, it's this quiet. So, it's a problem that you really have to overcome if you are going to do quiet, like respect, whatever. One, 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 one American lady, she has been transferred from the U.S. Embassy, I think, or an embassy from Amer- uh, Nigeria to, Ga- to Ghana. So somebody met her and said, oh, I'm sure you are very happy to be trans. She said, no. I've been in Ghana for some time. She said, Ghana, darling, I have no friends. I have no friends. When I was in Nigeria, and I had so many friends. The Nigerians are friendly. They talk, whatever. And that is how they are. But I even know more of the Nigerians. You can know them and remember them more. The Ghana Humble. Huh? We want to die for, for Jesus. Many times, there are some things that I do, I, I feel that I, I sometimes have some Nigerian blood. It's true. Because, you see, Nigerians who come to Ghana to start churches. Yeah. They come and start. No Ghanaian goes to start churches. So we are also going to start a church there. Nigerian attitude. Why? We are also coming to your, to your land to start a church. You to attend our church. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So sometimes I look at some of the things and I say, this thing is something a Nigerian would do. Maybe I have some blood. Actually, girls are supposed to be Nigerians. Yeah, a lot of our words are the same. Ga and Yoruba is the same. You get it? You want to die for Jesus? You look like one of those. Uh, I want to die for Jesus, Pastor. Oh. Are you there? Okay. Good, good. Now, what is the next thing? Love does not seek its own. It's not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffered. Which is actually the point. You cannot live your life taking into account wrong suffered. The life is going to be bad. Bad. 
is not going to go. You will by all means be divorced. By all means, 100%. All your life taken. You will be unhappy. You will have few friends. You will have no friends. Yeah. When you die, nobody will know. That you are dead. You will be cut off from relationships. You will be married. If you are a man, your wife will be unhappy all the time. Because you don't speak. And if you are a man, your husband will also be unhappy because you also don't speak. Because we need life. When Sister Juanita died, Josaki was telling me, so the house is quiet. There is no life in the house. Because the life is gone. At least somebody to bring some disturbance. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So brothers and sisters, listen, you cannot take into account something wrong that I... When I say wrong, I mean that what I did to you was wrong. That's why I say that if you follow it, you are a fool. It's not that the person didn't do wrong. But that's why I say that when I read through what the guy said, I realized that the people didn't treat him right. Oh, they, they were wrong and maybe he was right. But you see, he was still a fool to take it into account in his decision taking. Because uh, uh, the Bible says, love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Hmm. You see, that's a little different from it's not easily provoked. It's not easily provoked. It's sort of the person is very touchy. And small or no, you can be offended. You can't easily be offended. You can easily be provoked into developing an attitude. But this one is like you are using the wrong that has been done to you to take into account your relationship from now onwards. From now onwards, I will relate with you based on certain thing that you did that even God knows that what you did was wrong. But one day, I, I read a verse which um, touched my heart. You know? And I think I want to read it again. Okay, let me see whether this Bible is better. Philippians 4, verse 8. I'm going to share something to you that is, I want you to put it in your pocket for your journey. Don't, these are some few pocket ones. You pocket them. Because it's going to happen by all means. Okay? Okay? Yeah. 
Finally, my brethren, in verse 8, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay? Now, the Bible tells you exactly what to think about. Is it not true? So now, let's go through it very carefully. Things that are not true. When you think about things that are not true, you are going to have problems. Number two, when you think about things that are dishonest, you are going to have problems. Isn't it? Are you there? Number three, when you think about things that are not just, you are going to have even more problems. Things that are not fair. Not just. Injustice. When people dwell on the injustices that are done to them, they become every bad thing you can ever imagine. Yeah. So, when we say injustice, it means what was done was not right. Oh. The other version says whatsoever things are right. But we are talking about something that is not right. It's not fair. It's not just. And that's what the Bible says. Think on things that are just. Don't think of things that are not just. When you dwell on things that are injustice, it's not fair that somebody like you should be treated like this. A nice girl like you should be married to such a guy. Is it fair? A beautiful girl. Your friend was saying, Laura, Hayford, a nice girl like Laura, and you go and marry some beastly guy. And the beastly guy doesn't know what a nice person he has got in Laura. Eh? And he's mistreating Laura. It's not smiling at Laura. It's not talking to Laura. It's not having sex with Laura. Hey. It's not just. If you think about what is not just, and Laura will say, no. I know a lot of people who like me. When they see me, they smile. When they see me, they talk. When they see me, they speak. Ah, I would rather go to them. Because I know somebody who likes me. And then you boy, realize you've lived your husband. And you are going into somebody else's arms. For an arms race. Because of injustice. Yeah. Almost every war has been started because of an injustice that was done. That's mm-hmm. so The scepter of the wicked shall not rest upon the land of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth his hands unto iniquity. <laughs> it, it, it's not fair, and that's what has happened to you. What, what, what is going on in your life? It's not fair. It's not right not just. But when you think about it, that's why I was saying, think on these things. Think on these things. No, that really helps. When you take into account the wrong suffering, you are thinking on the wrong things. Now, Hitler, you ask yourself, how did somebody like Hitler come to be? What, what, where was he before? What was he thinking about that made him what he was? And these Germans. But 
You see, one of the things was that Germany went for the First World War. They were fighting, and Hitler was a corporal who was fighting. And they were fighting, and they hated the enemy, and they wanted to destroy the enemy. But in the middle of the fight, they signed what they called the Versailles Treaty. I think it, it was in, in Versailles in France. They signed it and suddenly ended the war. And in that treaty, Germany was not treated well. Do you see? Germany was not treated well. So an injustice had been done to them. Uh, you see, so that's now, I'm saying that it, that it formed the basis of things to come. So now he was one of the corporate, he was far on the field fighting when they signed the thing and then it was like they had committed themselves to die for the thing and then the guys had swept them in the office. So it was an injustice. Now here comes the man and he says, why have they taken our land? So he moved into the land. The British and other people also felt that they had not really treated Germany fairly after that First World War. So they didn't say anything. Do you see? So you have a man full of bitterness. Do you see? Who feels it's not being treated fairly? There were, if there were 3,800 lawyers in Berlin, about 3,000 of them were Jews. Jews were all the lawyers. They were the big, big jobs. But they felt that the Jews were taking their jobs, their money, and their whatever. So you see that he also had some hatred for them. And he felt that communism was a bad thing. You know? Now when the Jews fought, when Germans fought, so that's how I said, that is how you create people like this. Yeah. If you take somebody like Rawlings, he felt he was being cheated, the nation was being cheated. If you read his speech, the vampires have drunk the blood of the nation. Huh? It's coming to do house cleaning. These guys are whatever, whatever. The ranks have taken over the country. Hey. For injustices. The injustice of the system. Of the people. The people of Ghana. Rising up to do. You see, all are heads that boil over into other things. Anybody you see whose mind is dwelling on injustice. And is taking decisions based on injustice that have been done to him. You will see a bad thing beginning to happen. I'm telling whether it's marriage, whether it is ministry, whether it is work that you do, whatever it is, injustice. And injustice now is part of this world. That's one of the things that I want to do. It's part of this world. The world we are in is a world filled, ruled by the God of this world. And one of the characteristics in the world are things that are not fair. They happen a lot in the world. Now, for instance, Russia, for instance, Hitler hated Russians also. As I said, I don't know what he even hated the Russians about, but they hated them. And when they fought against Russia, they said this is a war of annihilation. To annihilate uh, uh, Russia. You know. So when they started fighting them, do you get it? When they started fighting them, they were just eliminating them and killing. So when the war turned on Germans and the Russians were coming, ah, the Russians really killed the Germans and raped them 
In fact, the Germans wanted to be captured by the British and the Americans. Because the Russians, the Italy. Because, see, Hitler himself had declared a war of annihilation on those guys. And they were now returning it. So, injustice breeds more injustice. Breeds more wickedness. So, as you are sitting in your pure, nice state in your youth here, you have not yet been wrongly treated. But expect to be wrongly treated in this world, in this life, because that is how life is in this world. There are injustices. And when you meet it, if you allow it to fester deep in you, it will create a very odd person, a, a revolutionary leader, a killer, a murderer, a, a, a divorcee, I mean, a, 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 a person who abandons ministry, somebody who resigns, who returns, who is offended, who strikes out, who catches. Oh, in fact, your future there is very limited. It's true. Offended by your father. Your father didn't look after you. How could you be give birth to somebody? You know, I know people whose parents gave birth to them. And I, one sister, her husband, he just walked away. He had three little children. You know, how old were they? Eight years, six years, five years, or six, seven, four, something like that. One day, he quarreled with his wife and walked away. And up till today that I'm speaking, the children have grown up. They can't teen it. And sometimes you see the son, the boy, will be shouting, I want my daddy. I want my daddy. And the mother will say, look, I have not asked your daddy not to come here. He has never. He said, I don't want to have anything to do with you and these children again. Yes, I mean, and sometimes I look at this. Does a father not have any feeling? My child, my son, my daughter, who calls me daddy or mommy? Is there no feeling in the person? But they walk up. There are people like that. And see, the children grow up with an injustice that was done to them, I tell you. And such people, do you get it? Yeah. You, you see them and you wonder what they become. These are the people who do all sorts of things in the world. With bitterness, hatred, whatever. So I'm telling you that in the ministry, like you take a big church like our church all over the world, one of the easiest things that will happen to you is something that is not fair. You can easily not be treated fairly. Your gift cannot be noticed. You can work very hard. You may not be rewarded. All kinds of things. It's part of the world. It's part of the world. Yeah. And if you are a person who's going to be reacting to injustice, what happens is you react to injustice and you will be the next person to treat somebody unjustly who will also react to you. And then we just go on and on and on. Cycle of injustice will continue. So you decide to stay to the end, whatever the injustices are, just flowing the system. Look at how this government of NDC came to attack our walls, break our church. They treated us unjustly. They never paid for it. They never, they never paid reparations. They never compensated us. They never did anything. My father was arrested by this Rawlings government. He was thrown into prison twice. And he got sick and died. He was able to sell his hotel, forced money out of it. It was the owner of, I don't want even to go into those details, various people even who helped to even save his life. After that, he got, he got sick. They took it, they filmed him in the in Nima police station, inside the cell. They filmed him like that and brought him on GTV News, 7 o'clock and 
10 o'clock news. At that time, there was no other uh, TV station in Ghana. So you see my father inside the, uh, the prison cell. Then they took a picture of when he was combing his hair and brought it on gra- in graphic that Mr. N.N. Heward Mills combing his hair in, in prison. Before his, his hand was like this in the picture. His hand was like this. He was, a, he was a very important man in Ghana. He was humiliated by that. Injustice. You see, by these people. You get it? Yeah. Our church was also attacked. I was associated, I was, I'll be associated with that I'm an enemy of them or whatever. Somebody going to create that story, which, is, which was not the case. Because I voted even for NDC. Even though these people attacked my father, I voted for them. Now they said, I must be on this other side. So now they are coming to attack me. Came to break our church, attack us, harass us. All these that two bombs burned the church, all kinds of things. All these are wickedness. What are you going to do? It's part of life. I mean, what I'm saying is that you cannot allow injustice to enter. Like by now, also, I'll also be organizing a coup. Oh, yeah. Arms from here. I'll be smuggling arms. I'll put guns inside the drums when we are having a crusade. Then the guns will be coming inside slowly in the tires, all kinds of things. Yeah, before I realize I'll be doing all kinds of things. So I bet I'll use my crusades as political platforms and let these people come do period. No, I don't like it. I don't want it at all. Yeah. Because I have learned we cannot follow injustices. And some of you, you will not even do well because of your attitude towards your unjust father. And your unjust mother. Mm, that's what to make you not do well in this world. Because you think on, and you are blame everything on them. Just like how Ghanaians are blaming everything on our colonial masters. Ah, so they didn't treat us well. They made us, a, if you analyze it carefully, they rather develop the small development that we have. It is, that's what we are standing in. This place was built in 1957. Since then, what have we built? You tell me what we've built in Ghana. Have there been a university, any place that they say, let us build our own university? Oh. Look at the floor. No, you, you cannot let your life. And why am I saying this? Because I am seeing pastors being offended. And when I see people who are able not to be offended, then I can see future. A future in them. Yeah. When I see people who can't, you can't be. That's why it's not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong subject. Then see this person, he will not do very well in the future. Yeah. You see my relationship with Bishop Duncan William. We have had many meetings to discuss so many things that either he has done, I am supposed to have done, he has done this up. Even the last day I saw him, he said, look, I read your book. Come, I want to see you. He said, I read your book and I saw certain things you have written. I want to see. I think those things are in your heart. I said, oh, Bishop, how can it's not in my heart. It's not in my heart. <laughs> uh, these, are, these are past. I said, these things, they are all past. I just use it as examples. Because they are good examples. But I don't have any grand. You know, I love you. I cannot, I cannot, you, I mean, I cannot say something like that. Why? I said, okay, I just wanted to check because, you know, certain things. 
No, 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 no. I cannot, I cannot dwell on the injustice or something that was done or no, no. The injustice is part is there to see whether you can survive. Yeah. And you can use it as an example to laugh at yourself one day. Whether you can use it as an example that this one this one was done to me. When the first day that I saw Young Gicho told somebody, Can you ask let I want him to uh, I want to speak to him, meet with him. So when they brought Young Gicho, the guy who was he said that he pointed, you see? And then Young Gicho looked at me. Just look at that. And I saw the despisement. I felt like toilet. Ah! Just look at him. I've, I've never felt such despisement as that Korean pastor stood up there for the first time that I've ever seen him lie. And just look at me. Just, the meeting never came on him. I was never invited to come to see him. Although I had come and the thumb pointed that this is the person who wanted to see you. I said, Charlie, no. I cannot be. I cannot be uh, whatever. No, 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 no. I cannot be. I cannot take into account a wrong suffered or and just thinking of whatever. No. And today, even this church I went to preaching in Paris. You see, and I'm just telling you some of the things. I can't tell you everything. But I just tell you part of what I can say. At this church that I went to preach in Paris. So I said, how do you say? So I saw you on television. I don't know. You were standing with Yongi Joe. I don't know what you were doing. Whether it was a crusade or you are an interpreter or what. I said, me interpreter? I've not been an interpreter before. You see, but he said, that association that you are associated with him, I just decided to invite. Almost everywhere in the world that I have been, almost everywhere, from Malaysia to Singapore to Bogota, Colombia, here, everywhere has been related to being in Korea. Yeah. If I follow just one injustice, that they look down on me and they have that they say, that's the end of my ministry. Only that thing alone would have ended my ministry. I'll be sitting here and say, why doesn't God bless me? Because you don't have love. And love is the greatest in the end. Yeah. You have hope and faith, but you don't have love. So you are eliminated. I was in a Korean lift when the pastor who, has, who, took, who took me to Panama, Colombia, Paraguay, Argentina, uh, uh, where? Colombia, all those countries. He stood in the left opposite me and said, I want to invite you to my country. I said, okay. Then he gave me his card with a photograph of his church. 5,000 huge church there. Yeah. And I said, and when I came to God, he called me from South America. I want you to come. The biggest crusade was all I saw that dead. It was from that lift. I was in the lift. I was, I was, as I'm coming to the man who despised me. Mm, you can't despise me. I won't be despised. I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, hey, you see me here today. If I have followed those things, many of the good things that I have seen, and I have. I wouldn't have them. Only because of hurt. That's why I cannot, I cannot break my relationship with Bishop Duncan William. Why? On what basis? Whatever he does, you do, I will, also, I will still be there. Yeah. And he himself has seen that I can't be sacked. Yeah. 
cannot be sacked. I refuse to be sacked. I'm still part of the system. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But as for you, you can easily be sacked. Something can easily press and it bang, and you are off. Bang. Finish. With you. If they even speak to you in a way, no, that's the end of you. Your things will come. And that will be the end of you. It's true. If somebody forgets something, this and that, how many times have I not been forgotten? Me, how many times have I not been forgotten by my own church and by my own church members and by my own helpers who forgot to help me when I was even in crisis and I needed help? How many times have I not been forgotten by ungrateful people? Eh? And say, you've been forgotten. So you are, you are going to a place where they will remember you. Your nose like what? So you see, the greatest thing that has put me in Colombia, Barranquilla Stadium, to preach to 100,000 people, and has put me in Cochabamba, and has put me in Asuncion. Do you know Asuncion? Hmm, it's a place. In Bolivia, in Paraguay, in Argentina, where they don't go to church in the morning. Nobody goes to church, they sleep in the morning. Yeah. Where I've seen the power of God, people following me on the street as I'm going home. People are following me. Got the power. Uh, and then I just turn around and they fall down on the street. And I continue to go. Hey, I wouldn't have seen it though. I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it if I did not have the ability not to take into account a wrong suffered. Mm-hmm. That's why I said to my brother. Even though you were not treated fairly and you were not treated justly, you were a fool to respond to that thing. You shouldn't let things offend you. No matter how it is, just say, ah, I thank you. Uh, I, I won't go still. Uh, I'm still there. I'm still around. Uh, yes, that's it. Through that, I've been to Singapore, Malaysia. I've preached where people have honored me in a way that I could have worked for five years or ten years somewhere. And in one preaching, they have honored me like that. Oh, yeah. I preach where people have appreciated me. Sometimes I'll tell somebody, the person would say, I can't believe it. I say, wow. I say, the people have really appreciated just one preaching that you preach. <laughs> I've been to Indonesia. I preached in the largest church building in the whole world in Indonesia. Japan. I preach in Japan. Do not be offended though. Japan. Do you know Japan? Yokohama. Not even Tokyo. Yokohama. <laughs> Yokohama, Ascension, Cochabamba, Argentina. All over. What's the name of that island I went to in Indonesia? Penang Island, where the tsunami came. I preached there. In Indonesia, what was that place I went to? Does somebody remember? In Indonesia. I forget that. Huh? Trinidad. That one was not related to the Korea. But you see, everything is related to not being offended. So your ministry, my ministry should have been just limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been going to my healing Jesus crusade tent and I saw 
had I saw it in Durban. The person I met, the person who invited me today, has been inviting me to Durban for the last 10 years. I met him in Korea. When I, the first time I was despised, and I went to Korea, I said, you cannot sack me. 1994, I was there. When I went downstairs for breakfast, I met the, the pastor, the one who's been inviting me to Durban every year for the past 10 years. Where I saw the tent, and I had the idea that this is what I can use to start my crusade. Yeah. <laughs> All my ministry would be different if I was to follow offenses. Okay? So tell your neighbor, don't be a damn fool. Don't be a damn fool. Don't be a damn fool. And follow injustice. And follow hurts. You are going to finish your whole ministry. Don't be a damn fool. Number two, don't be a damn fool. Number three, don't be a damn fool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where are we? Back. Love is not does not seek its own. It's not provoked. These are my favorite verses. 4, 5, 6, and 7. 1 Corinthians 13. 4, 5, 6, and 7. That's the love chapter. The love verses in the Bible. Amen. Does not seek its own. That one too we can go for a long time. Does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Where is she? Does not rejoice in unrighteousness. But rejoices with the truth. Amen. with the word of God. The more I seek you, the more I find you.
about love, the more we are loving love. Is it not true? God is love. Amen. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. Okay. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Amen. But rejoices in the truth. Amen. Okay. Love bears all things, believes all things. Okay? What else? Hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. So even love has hope in it, and faith has hope in it. Faith is assurance of things hoped for. Love hope, uh, hopes all things. Is that what it says? Yeah. Well, this one is saying that anyway. Believes, hopes, endures, bears. You know? Love never fails. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, very, very important. To do well, you're going to need faith. You're going to need hope. And you're going to need love. One love. The love of the Lord. Amen. The love of the Lord. Is what is going to help you to do well. Amen. Are you still around? 
Are you still here? Okay, now We have a type of love Which is called first love Amen Amen 